feel like we haven't talked. To, I haven't seen you in so long. It's been it's been almost what almost a week and a half now. Um, we did it. Yeah, it's been ten days. Which fuck. We never go this long without talking to each other. Which I had to create, like, (laughs) man, it was me. So, literally, like, came back to Toronto, decided to come back to Toronto, like, last second. Like, it was all up. And congrats. It's it's hot as balls. So, it's like, how's your office? Is it it air conditioned? It is, but, like, I I feel that because it's some days it's it's hot in here and some days it's really cold. And I hear it you. just depends on what day you feel. So it, it everything's fucking thrown off right now. I want to see what what it's what it is right now because my place doesn't have air conditioning. Yeah, it feels like feels like thirty four. Right, bro. Holy that's, shit, thirty four. That's disgusting. Ew. It's, you look hot. It's thirty. You look hot right now. It's 32, feels like... You 30. look like you've been in the sauna. You look like you've been in the sauna all day. <laughs> oh, well, I have. You got a haircut. You got a haircut. You got and a haircut. And I cut my I cut my hair last night by myself. Cut your own hair? Yeah. Yeah, because too bad. I'm, I'm in Ontario and everything's closed. <laughs> Dude. Uh, okay, I probably can't say that on the air. I was gonna say we got some. I can I can hook you up. I can hook you up. <laughs> there's, I, there's definitely loop arounds. There's through loop arounds. The things are opening on Wednesday, yeah. I think, or something. Whatever. But I think right, we're, we're supposed to be back to normal, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then today, I like super low energy, but I got my, I got my coffee. Like the, the heat, woke up sore throat, like not feeling the greatest, but like I, I poured a coffee. Dude, I'm fired up. Dude, have you? I've been feeling like shit lately, like absolute dog shit. I've been feeling so tired. Do you do you usually feel that way more in the summer or the winter? I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention. It really mm-hmm. hit me like last week. Um, it's also the end of the quarter technically, so it actually is the end of Q two. I think it's just been uh, absolutely absolute roller coaster ride of a Q one to Q two, and ultimately our progression over the last quarter and i think uh we've also just onboarded like two absolute gems here nice one in the room right now but um like with d and um tim and uh i know that's just taking its toll on me i think uh just getting everything organized to be honest and uh yeah feeling better feeling better yeah getting them on yeah getting them up to speed onboarded i mean they're super bright guys they picked it up really quick thank god or i would have probably died but mm-hmm. um like it's just it's it's different right it's like you gotta gotta like hand off some stuff um delegate some stuff trust them and ultimately just it's interesting right it's like um you you, you do so many things and you're comfortable with doing so many things and then ultimately it's like you gotta hand off those things too and trust the people that you bring in to perform as well so it's like this is an interesting process but the whole, I don't know what it was, man. I like took the whole weekend off. Well, not really off. I was here working on weekend, but like off from like going out and seeing friends and shit like that. Right. And, uh, felt, felt better today waking up. Also got really back into running like over the last like week. So good. that felt good. Good. Um, was, like, coming at that. Fuck. <laughs> let's unpack. Let's, yeah, no, no kidding. Let's, let's unpack the, uh, what happened. So you had a hackathon. 
Mm. But you closed some event. Like, what was that Instagram post? You Green Cube like closed its seed round. Yeah, so we officially did it. Uh, we closed actually a month ago, but our branding officially came out last week, okay. which is awesome. And we're doing a full press. Is fire. bomb, eh? How bomb is it? Fire. I think it's gross. I want to get a. I'm gonna get some t-shirts and shit made up and Bro, hats and stuff. It's nasty. The G's sick. It's, it's really cool. It's literally the cube and then the color too. See the color of your T right on this screen here? I hate yeah, that yeah, color. Yeah. But the, hate the it. you have like a uh it's a cool a, green. Transparent cool green and it's really Yeah, it's nice. really cool. It's fucking sweet. Yeah, we hired this sick branding firm out of Silicon Valley. And uh they they did a, they've done worked with Uber, they've worked with a bunch okay. of bunch of sick tech companies and they just they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. So um yeah i was really fired up when i saw the g it actually is um if you look at the old uber logo uber old, old uber logo is actually backwards kind of like that logo but then we made it our own flipped it away around and cut out the square which i thought was kind of cool so we really wanted to hype up like well ai side because it's a massive component to obviously our value proposition like as a company and also mm. i think i think we're like one of the only companies like now i would say that especially in our space with marketing that really pushes the AI envelope and puts that out there first. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately it's comfortable putting out that out there first because we have such great tech behind this and ultimately where this is going. So having that all come to fruition with the branding, uh, the new logo, and then I had to do a big post. Um, I had to get that off my chest just because like, it's been something that like, like I think, I've always wanted for a long time. And I think it's like something that was always like, I don't know, like on like, like pressure. It was almost like a weight. I would say like on my shoulders. When, when, when say. you say you always wanted that for a long time, what are you talking about? Like validation? The, yeah. Like the funding event. Like I always wanted that. Like that's like when you're like an entrepreneur coming up and like you start something and then ultimately you have, you raise like, I don't want to raise like just a small round. Like we didn't raise a small round. Like we raised like a 1.25 mil round. Like that's mm-hmm. legit, man. Like mm-hmm. we, it's like, that's like a legit step for a company and to do that. Um, and obviously it's not just me, but like for us to collectively all do that and come from where it was like literally like this, the nothing like fucking dust to like ultimately creating something that's tangible and worth millions of dollars. It was awesome. Well, that's what it, it was really, it, really cool. That's what it feels like. Right. Like that's, that's like, that's like when I saw that post for one, you could tell, you could feel the emotion that you had sharing, sharing that. Right. So that was like, I was also, I was was doing it pretty ham. I was also kind of hammered at the hack. I was also kind of hammered at the hackathon. (laughs) (laughs) I did did see the behind the scenes of the hackathon. It looked like a good time. It looked like a good time, but, but it is awesome. But seriously, like that, that is a, that is an important stage or step in, in growing a company because it does bring a little bit of like validation. You're like, okay, now we have like some real firepower behind us. We found our backbone. We've, we've kind of we, mm-hmm. like, I believe in the product, like Troy, you eat, breathe. And, and now other people are starting to catch on too. And they're like, uh Oh, green cubes up to something. Here right. get in. And, and I think that's it. Right. Like, I think, I think also like it wasn't right to announce it. 
we still haven't put on the press release, but it wasn't right for me to come out and announce it until we were all together in the same room. Mm. So I felt like that was like an energy, like we created this company digitally, like which yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Like never this like the hackathon last week was like one of the first times I've met like three quarters of our team in person. Nice one. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So fucking funny. So I actually felt like in that moment, like having all this around camaraderie, doing the hackathon things are flowing this is ultimately our family like it was so cool that i was like i gotta get this out there and then ultimately it was like just an because like i keep seeing i see all this shit about like people posting people putting stuff out there and it's kind of like why we started this right it was like people post stuff for the sake of getting out there and ultimately that's not the purpose of this but it was like man i'd always wanted to put myself out there to say i we did this and i was i did this and uh, to do that finally last week, um, it was a huge weight off my shoulders. And then ultimately after I was like, this is awesome. Like such great people around the hoop, but now let's go get the yes. series A. Let's yes. fuck it. Let's go. Now, let's, now let's, now let's blow this up. I, we, but like, we're also comfortable. You put yourself out there like that for a seed round. We did this and we're going to do the press release and do a big thing. When you come out there with this sick branding, polished new website, everything, you now have expectations, right? Yeah, like you have expectations right. now. You're not just some like little cube logo that you put on your stock images. Like now you got expectations and now you got to like elevate and grow. And so when we put that out there and then hiring and everything back, I really wanted to take, I feel like I was behind actually yep. uh, on my, on my actual growth on, on the, on the company, on yep. the trajectory, keeping momentum. And so I actually took uh, this past weekend and actually, use my uh my saturdays with my mondays and my sundays with yeah. my tuesdays yeah, yeah, to yeah. uh get us back there and now we're having a big monday today so it's so, like it's it's just kind of interesting so so how do you deal with the expectations now like so and, and i'm not talking about troy at green cube i'm talking about troy the hockey player troy like on the sun saturdays when like, are you someone who, who, who uses pressure or expectations to rise to the occasion as motivation and, and, and get you going? Or do you not need that and you're going to do what needs to be done anyways? Because so, so let mm. me just let me just finish off of that, because a lot of people like in school, people in school will be like, oh, I, I have a deadline. This paper's due in two months. I'm good. I got time. So they're going to wait, 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 wait until the last weekend. And then they have no choice but to get it done. So they're the expectation Mm -hmm. pressure of the deadline is like forcing them to get the work done. Are you a last weekend kind of guy or are you like bits and pieces throughout the, the two months leading up? I think in school, I was always the guy like just stuck to get it over with, get it over the way. It probably wasn't the best quality of work, but it was always just get it done. The funny thing is about startups and entrepreneurship and life is um, there are no deadlines. If you just don't do the work, you, you fail, you die. Or like, you fall you just behind. Put in the, or you just, or you just you just die. Like literally, yes. like you just, if you don't do the work as like, if you don't grind, if you don't do the work, if you don't get up and actually put something into it, then people will leave you behind. Uh, like, because you, world, life, world life, world life, world. life, life will leave you behind. I, I got left behind, dude. I felt like I got left behind. I felt like I left behind back like last last fall. Like I felt like I left Why? Why? behind like a year ago, right? With COVID, COVID, everything happening, personal shit going on, work shit going on. Like I felt like I got left behind. Mm-hmm. And it was ultimately like my mentors that went and grabbed me and said, no, like you're here. 
And then also mentors were like, kicked me in the ass and got me all the way up. So I really think if you're not waking up, grinding, taking steps forward for you and ultimately your growth and your personal growth and also your work growth, then you will get left behind. So I've always had like now that mentality has also fueled me to always be ahead of the game and always mm-hmm. be a, almost ahead of, ahead of, um, I guess, life, if you want to call it as this moving thing. And uh, it's about like just being prepared, being prepared for the week. And I also know that like, um, obviously with the shit that I've been through, uh, work, personal, everything related, um, that give me all the pressure, give me all the expectations, give me everything because I'm going to hold that motherfucker up. Like, yes. Literally, I'm going to hold that shit up until... So it needs to be held up. And then ultimately we're going to put, not just hold it up and we're break through the goddamn ceiling. Like that's now my mentality on everything. It wasn't always like that, but it took me a long time to get to this point where I just know that that's going to happen. So, so when you, when you close the round, like now, yeah. now that it like it's, it, it, it's real, like you said, it's no longer just a stock image on Google or my LinkedIn and say, Hey, I'm a CEO of this company. It's like, no, you have investors and their money relying on you to produce right. So does that keep Good you point. up at night? Does that scare you? Not really, actually. It's not even that. It's uh, it's kind of maybe that's a selfish thing, but I think the investors, if that kept the kept me up at night, the investors probably would never put money in us. So mm-hmm. I think uh, ultimately it's just like what keeps me up at night. I don't really get kept up at night, but I just stay awake because I just want to keep moving forward and keep getting better and keep pushing, keep grinding. Like I was listening to uh, it's funny, just popped up my newsfeed today, like a Joe Rogan thing. And he was just like, they're like, well, what are your, they asked the person, like, what are your goals? Right. Like, where are your goals? He's like, I don't fucking know. I just wake up every day and I grind. I'm good at this shit. Mm. Like, that's it. Like that was, that's what he said. And like, I was like, man, I fucking resonate with that so much. I'm like, I just get up and I go. I just do. We have goals, but like, it, you just put in the work, man. Just put in the work, and it'll it'll come. Yeah, and 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 the one of the worst questions that I hate when people ask me is like, "Hey, man, like, what do you want to do in five years? <laughs> like, what what is Tristan Ross gonna be doing ten years? Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I just know that each and every day I'm gonna like, for one, start with my passion. Like, what am I most interested in? I want to focus there. Mm. Two, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get better each day, no matter what it is. And then three, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do new things that make me uncomfortable in the areas that I like. Right. And so so doing that over the course of five years will take me somewhere. I know that for sure. Mm. It's it's gonna bring me to a new place, a better place, a a, a more, you know, a, a, a smarter, more wise, more experienced. Um, a better communicator, a better people person, if I continue to do those things every day. But I think I also like, I, I do struggle on where I have my days where I need some of that extra expectation or deadlines to be like, no, you can't take today off. You can't just lie in bed. even You want to, like you have shit you need to do. I'm wondering if, if, well, finish your thought, finish your thought. Well, no, I'll keep going. I want to keep going. I'll complete that because I think, you're going to lead to something good here. Well, so all I'm saying is like, yeah, you woke up and or today you, you listened to that Joe Rogan podcast and Troy, you're just always getting shit done. Go, go, go. I think if someone were to hear this conversation without any context of who you are, what you've done, your backstory, they'd be like, man, like that's, that's how you burn out. 
that's how you you go so hard and you right. take your Maybe. Saturdays as your Mondays and your Sundays as your Tuesdays and then you don't have any days off and you're just grind 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 and you burn out. Are you are you are you ever thinking about uh oh am I going to burn out? Maybe it's not a grind, right? Like that's again we always talk about like you got to do everything you can do when you're down to get to passion, right? I'm just passionate, man. Mm. Like I'm just I love it. I love this shit. Like I really do, man. I, that's like, I just like, I, I like the grind. I like waking up. I like getting challenged. I like being dead tired. I like being at the brink of exhaustion. I like having uh Thursdays and Friday hack Thursdays, uh, hackathons with the boys. Then ultimately we got shit to do on the Fridays and I'm hungover as shit. But like, it's like, I love this shit. Like, this is fun to me. Like it wasn't always fun. Like it wasn't always good. Like, I, I am I still stressed out? Yeah. Am I still comfortable a lot of times? Yeah. But like we always talked about like being comfortably stressed out and you can macro, 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 macro wise look at that and go when I'm in pain and when I'm uncomfortable, that's also when I'm getting better. When you can develop that mentality, it really helps. Um, like, and that's really helped me. Like I always found that like being awake, like today I was up at five o'clock this morning just not because i wanted to get up at five just because i was like i i want it's my it's that time like mm-hmm. let's go like um and i was like i was like let's start the day and it really is just a development of that man it's just like being able to look being in uncomfortable situations being stressed being in pain looking at that as a positive really just elevates your whole game it does and and clearly you recognize when you're feeling that stress and when you're down in the dumps you're like, oh shit, like I'm growing, I'm getting better right now. And so like, I think that's what athletes, I think. Not, not, not in the moment. Like I, that's the thing, right? It's like, I'm not like, everyone's like, wow, Troy's the most positive person in the world. No, I'm like, I am tough to work with sometimes, man. I am, I'm like, I act out still, but like I can then take a thir- take 30 minutes after the fact, I'm getting better. Maybe that goes to 20 or 10 minutes later down the road, but I can retrospect to look at it and go, okay, wow. Okay. That was a moment that, okay, you weren't your best, but like, that's good. That's really good for you. You're going to be better now. That's like, right. That's how I look at it. And, and, and this is just me trying to unpack. Again, I'm always trying to think of someone who doesn't have the same level of context that I do to the conversation we're having. If, right. they, heard, if they heard you just go and say, Oh, I love being in pain. I love being stressed out. And I love the grind. And I like, you're like, come on, bro. Like you don't love that. And no one in the moment likes to feel that way. If you could feel happy or stressed out, what are you going to choose? But I understand that it's because the stressful moments, like you're building, you're, you're, you're building. Yeah. You're never in the moment. You're never thinking like that. You're just not like in the moment you're hit stressed. Straight in. The world is on my shoulders. Everything's crumbling down, right? In the moment. But it's the ability after the moment, after 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even a day, whatever, to retrospectively look at that and go, fuck, I was just in a lot of pain. I was uncomfortable. You know what? That's a really good thing for me. Exactly. And and let's differentiate what kind of pain we're talking about. Is it? Go ahead. Okay. I'll be there in like 30. All right. Good first day. Well, you're the man. Good first day. First day, baby. You got a new intern. So, new someone, intern, baby. Intern? Yeah. Somebody, he, somebody take his picture. Be like, first day at Green Cube. 
Dude, he showed up in a suit today. Alex, Alex showed up. In, you know, like that jersey post I did? Yeah. It's like we just drafted that intern. Yeah. So this Alex, Alex shows up in a full suit. Guy, I like show up in like a hoodie and workout shorts. And I'm just like, fuck, man, you're the new face of this company. You're the new face. <laughs> Clean you cut. look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Guys, like, that looks polished. He looks money, man. I was like, that's my guy. That is 100%. Um, I, I think that speaks – we've touched on this before. It's like your, your company culture, you want it you, – your office culture, you want it to be, like, a fun environment that people feel relaxed and comfortable, right? So, like, are you, like, someone who works for you, do they have to show up in a suit? Like, what's good? No. No, I, but the fact that he showed up in a suit on the first day says a lot about that fucking thing. Like – Showed up in a suit on the first day. It shows that he cares, man. Mm. He wants to make an impression. I love that. I showed up in a suit on my first day. You got, I mean, you got yeah. to, you got to, you can't show up. And that's like a status quo. Like, I don't know, man. I like, I love that. Like, that was like, I was like, dude, don't show up in a suit tomorrow, though. You don't need to. If you want to show up in a suit, if you're comfortable in a suit, wear a suit, man. I sure. Don't care. But like, if you're, but show up, you can show up where you're comfortable. Just show up and keep the same passion and energy that you did, man. I love that. Like, that's what it's all about. Like, I want you to look, I show up usually in like a nice shirt, yep. uh, something presentable on camera and really workout shorts. Yeah. I got to, I got to go for a run at like five or six o'clock at night or I'm going to lose my mind. And also just, I'm, I'm sitting right. in a chair all day. You got it. But, but God, you know, for a fact, when I'm doing in-person meetings, I'm wearing a heck of a nice pair of pants. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You of got course. it. Like I'm not showing up in shorts. You got to show up like you care and just be presentable. You don't have to, wear a suit and die that's not my vibe but ultimately like just look presentable look the part and it just shows a level of respect for people that you're talking across the table with i think so i i think yeah it's it's the respect it shows you the care but it also makes me think of like the conversation or idea of people are like hey man it doesn't matter what you look like as long as you're producing like if you can get the work i don't yeah so i think like listen when you like when you're in I think, I think looks, I think looking the part and being presentable matters. I really do. But like, it's not like if you come work with green cube, like I just want you to produce and be comfortable. Right. But if you're a salesperson or if you're in front of a client or you're in front of someone that's not part of green cube today, sure. show them, you got to show them the respect of like just wearing a collared shirt, looking presentable, not wearing a hat. Like yeah. I wasn't wearing a hat earlier today. I had sales calls, right. Mm -hmm. I had a nice shirt on. It's just, I give, you got to, give the person the respect that you would want to be given back. And so that was something that I learned uh, from my dad. He was always like, you got to dress the part and everything. It's very old school, that's mentality, but like you want to deliver and show that respect to everyone else. Well, as human, as like, I think just as people in society, like unconsciously and you're not even trying to, you look at someone and, and immediately it's that first impression. It's like, it's like you've heard yeah. uh, the first thing people look at are your shoes. And so if you're not, if you're wearing right. or something, it's like, and it's not like we choose to be like, yo, bro, what's on your, what's on, what kicks are you rocking today? What, what heat you got? It's not even that. It's just like, I'm making a first judgment off the first couple of seconds. It's like a bad haircut or, or something like, right. something like that. Right. I, and I, I agree. It, it is important. It's a, it's a respect thing. Yeah. And it's like, listen, like, it's not like you have to have the best haircut in the world. You could think it's the best haircut and just make it look presentable. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like, it's, it's not like you have to dress up for someone else. It's you dress up for you, but you dressing up for you shows respect to someone else. So that makes sense. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Um, Troy, are you ever going to take like a, uh, 
like a three month vacation one of these days where you're just like, man, I need to just disconnect from the entire world and I don't want to think about green cube at all. I'm gonna do that when we sell this fucking thing. So when when the billion dollar check comes in, eh? Yeah, exactly. I think like I'm not gonna stop until like I like I have people I have like my friends ask me, like, hey, let's go on vacation, let's take two weeks, let's take mm-hmm. three weeks. I, I don't think I don't think I could, man. Like to be honest. Like I wanna see this all and this is maybe it's my personality, right? Like I'm always gonna I'm gonna see this thing through until we I'm I'm gone with it. And uh and that's you know what? It's uh it's tough because you know, you might lose friends, you might lose yeah. loved ones in like relationships and stuff like that. And you might but like but like it's always like just setting the expectations that I'm really invested in me and this thing and this is really good for me. Setting that expectation, people will fucking get behind that and that'll really resonate with people. Actually people will respect you more. Be really I think so and I think the big part is is like it's, it's your choice it's not like it's not like someone else is telling no. you you can or can't or you have to stay here until you're 35 like it's it's because you want well I'm not gonna be here until I'm 35 we're gonna get out of this thing in like two years three years probably hopefully not mm, that, that but uh well that's what I think that's listen I think that's attainable goal we're gonna push it to that goal we've got it this far and like I said I'm gonna try to put I'm gonna push it so is and is, like I said, I'm not. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, is is that what like startups? So let's if we're talking in the world of startups, mm. is the goal always to exit a startup, or is it to if you're a founder, you want to like how many startup founders do you know that? Let's say I don't know. Think of Amazon. Like, oh yeah, look at Amazon. Look at Jeff Bezos, the founder. He's still with the company instead of like selling it or or Facebook. You know, where's your mind when it comes to like hitting an exit versus like riding it to like your seventy five? I'm not riding until I'm seventy five. I don't <laughs> think I ever will. But like, I don't know. Maybe if maybe if we become like an absolute conglomerate and just start sucking up all these different lines of businesses and different industries right. and companies, then maybe. But like. I've, I've had multiple passions, right? I have multiple different types of passions. This is one of my passions today. Uh, will it be my passion in five years? Maybe. Will it still be my yeah. passion? We'll see. But ultimately, like, I don't think you'll have an answer for that, right? I don't think, um, I don't know. Like, I really don't. Like, it's like Joe Rogan, like today, when he's like, ah, five years on the road, like, what are your goals? Like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Maybe I'm not with Green Cube. But like, I have always had like a, kind of a vision and plan where I go bust it for two or three years, grow this thing to some point, a decision okay. point, really, right? Like you grow it to that decision point. First first 18 months, right? It was a bu- it was busting your ass to get to the seed round. Decision point, right? Um you could uh you could always failed and left, right? Up until that point, got to the seed round decision point. Next step is bust to the series A or B or go public one or two years however long that takes could take might take eight months if we hit our numbers decision point right you'll i think you bust your ass and you uh until and you keep grinding until you hit decision points or forks in the road and then it's just up to the team and everyone collectively to say okay do we keep going or do we not go right and so really i guess that's it right you just it's never like hey we're gonna i'm gonna be with this company until i die it's you keep busting your ass until you get to a decision point you earn that decision point it's like leveling up or getting to another stage 
It's like when you're playing a video game, you get to another stage, get to the boss level, right? We're just got to get to the next level and then we'll make a decision as a team. It's like, um, it's like a deal or no deal, right? You, you get, <laughs> you, get you get offered and you're, and you're like, no, I, I want to keep going or you could exit, take the money and go. <laughs> Well, I guess it's like deal or no deal, but like hopefully your odds keep trending up. I know, yeah. Hit yeah. the million on the next one where you suck back down. Do you see the zero? I think uh yeah. yeah, exactly. I think listen, I think like organically, I, and I feel this because I'm very in touch with like me and I'm very in touch with like the company and where we're at. I think like you'll know when it's time. And I really think that I think you always hear about athletes saying, like, I know when it's time. Yes. Uh, to retire, I'll know when it's time to move on. I think I'll know when it's time to move on from this, and all it's time to go to the next phase. But I'm going to make sure, as a team and collectively, we bust our ass so we get to the decision point where we have the opportunity to say whether it's time to move on or time to go somewhere else. You got to, but you have to earn that. You have to earn that decision point. Yeah, and and he, hearing you say that makes it's like each each time we do a, a stay hot act, it's like. I'm learning a little, I'm getting, I'm, it's a, it's a little piece and it's making the picture a little more clear and where, where's I'm, I'm learning, man. I'm learning. Like I didn't, I never actually thought of it. I swear yeah. I How cool is that? I never, that was really cool. Like I've never thought of it actually that way that you bust your ass to a decision or like a, a an opportunity point, right? Like a fork, a fork in the road. Like, I think that's sick. It's, that's really cool. Right. Like really busting your ass so you have a decision or multiple decisions or four decisions. Like, that's great. It's like it's like Miracle on Ice when he's like drawing up plays and he's like, boom, he could hit it, boom, 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 boom. Okay. It's like you got four, four options, man. You got four options yes. on one play, but you got to earn earn it to get to that one play, right? You got to earn it. You got to get that time zone, get to that one play where you have those options. And and in the moment, like I would even think that you don't, you kind of know you're at a decision point, but at the same time, it's a lot easier to recognize those d- decision points when you're looking back, right? So let's let's take a like let's take us back to COVID or something. I guess for me, I was met at a decision point when I was in Nova Scotia before I moved to Toronto uh, mm. back in August, right. And, and now that I look back, now that I'm here almost a year later, I'm like, wow, that was a pretty big decision point. Imagine if I didn't come to Toronto, I probably wouldn't have met Troy. I wouldn't have like, but that's it. But in the moment, you don't know what lies behind the other side of the door. So you don't, man. And that's yeah. like the scary part. And that's the, like the, and that's the exciting part. And that's why I have so much like fucking respect for people that take risks yes. and jump. Right. Like, like I met a guy, like and I'll, like I'll talk about my big turning point in two seconds. But I met a guy in the park, at Stanley Park, like two weekends ago, and he was out there spinning, like D- he's DJing with his buddy. And one of the buddies was like, "Yeah, I know. I was actually working for a startup in like San Diego. And this guy's spinning, DJing in the park, right?" And I'm like, well, "What were you doing?" And he's like, "I was selling yarn online, like yarn, like yarn, right?" And I was like, "Dude, like I said, the, like I said to the guy, like." Well, first off, you can sell yarn, you can sell anything. So that's awesome. And second off, like I have so much, I told the guy straight up, man, like this is how like bold I am now with people. I go, I'm so, I have so much respect for you that you actually took the jump from Toronto to, or just uplifted your life to go to San Diego for this thing and learn. 
I was like, how much, how was that experience? And he goes, man, I, I grew so much, right? Like I took that step and I put it on the wrist, right? Yeah. Ultimately the business blew up, like business blew up and the arm business didn't work out, but he took a step from going from Toronto to San Diego. It's all part of the journey, man. Agreed. It's all part of the journey. And then my big thing with, my big thing was like um, living in Ottawa, like actually like setting expectations last summer. Like I was going to be there. I was going to live there. And then ultimately a big decision point mentor kicking me in the ass saying, Hey, come back to Toronto. I, and uh, that was my decision point. I'll never forget that, man. Cause I was on a trajectory of life that was totally different than the trajectory of life today. Crazy. And I'm happy that I chose, I'm, I'm very I'm very happy that I chose this portion, this director in my life. Oh, I, I I'm don't really happy. I don't blame you. But like, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, that was such a big decision point. But at the moment, I don't think we really know how important some of these decisions are. And that one fucking hurt, man. Like that one hurt. Like I was invested personally in that city, invested everything. And I made that wow. kind of got kicked, kind of fucking kind of got pulled out of that situation. Yep. Right. And uh, that one hurt, man. That's where like I really went low. And then ultimately, but that opened, I had to pave my own road on that front to come back and ultimately paving that road. So, so that, so that like going back to me saying like, oh, when you're in that pain, you have the pain, struggle, stress versus the happiness. Like, did you, did you recognize when you were in that depth of darkness? No, man. This is good. This is, I'm going to grow from this. No, man, I was so immature then, right? Like I was so, I was questioning everything, right? We always talk about like the questioning phase, yep. and, like being at the depths, being at that. And like, that's what makes the story and the journey so fucking awesome about this, right? It's like, I was, I didn't recognize shit. I was just in a shitload of pain. Like I was mm. hurt. And then ultimately I took a step one day and then I took two the next yeah. day, four, eight, 16, 32, eventually, oh shit. Got a client. Oh shit. Oh, client left. Oh shit. Got another one. Okay. Then went to this. And, that. and then you just build, you build and you build. And I don't know, maybe it's stubborn. Maybe it's being stubborn, but man, like it's, it's, you got to hit low, man. You got to be in a situation where you're at the lowest of low and pulling yourself out of it. And But, but, like, like stuff. but this, this is where the value comes is the value comes from now that you've already been there and you, you've made it through the other side of it and you saw how much you grew from that dark moment. The next time you hit a new dark moment, guess what? You're going to be like, ah, it's going to be That's a different moment. But I've, I've, well, I've experienced something like this before and look, look what happened. Well, let's, let's go, let's go motherfucker. Let's go bring it on. Well, right. Well, that's what I said. Right. It's like, you say like being the call or beginning to stay hot. Right. It was like, how do you handle the pressure? Like back then I didn't know if I could. Now I just know that I'm going to hold that motherfucker up. Now, now, you know, you're built for it. So, so the next time yeah. pressure comes, like the pressure of the seed sage, like bring it on, bring, baby. It. bring it. Let's go. I want it. I want all the pressure. Give me all I, that. <laughs> I do. I do need to ask you about your Yankees hat. Cause for one, I see you posting like right. box, box tickets in the, in, 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 in the blue Jays every week. Like what's going on here? Dude. I like, come on. It's a nice hat. Like, it's like, great. I'm a it's a great stylish. hat. Come on. You gotta be a little stylish. I actually do like, I like the Yankees a bit. Like, I mean, Jays are my team through and through, but I think, uh, I like the Yankees represent. Like, they're the, okay. they're the Mecca. They're the powerful. I, I fucking love I New York, too, man. I fuck like, I, Madison Square Garden, like, Stupid. Madison Square Garden, like, I saw a Knicks game there. I saw a Rangers game. Like, the Mecca, it's literally called the Mecca, like, nickname. It's fucking awesome. Like, Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium is probably, like, one of the most, my favorite places to go in the world. Sit in the Bleachers Yankee Stadium and tell me that's not, like, one of the most, 
amazing religious environments you've ever been in. It's just like, it, it's awesome. Well, so, um, I, I, yeah. a couple of years ago, my brother and I had uh, Yankee tickets and we went and there was a rain delay and the rain delay was right. like three hours long, three and a half hours yeah. long. And he's the worst sports fan. He hates sports, like wasted time. Like, what are we doing? Why are we going to Yankees game? But I was like, no, Patrick, right. I don't think you understand. This is like the Yankee stadium. Like, nuts. Anyway, we didn't, we, I didn't get a chance. I got a hot dog and a beer and walked around. And then it was like, let's leave. Because it was. No. Or yeah. have you ever seen a game? I've, I've been to. We're going. We're going back. We're going back. I'm fucking thinking. Buddy. No, we're going. Yeah, I'll, I, take, I'll take everyone to New York to go. Love MLB games. It's it's arguably I'm, oh yeah, love. It's, dude, it's okay, arguably one I, of my favorite I, sports to watch in person because the atmosphere is just so like there's uh, it's not loud in your face. You're just there with your boys and you're, the game's going on in the background. Incredible. It's also the baseball game you can do date tests, right? So I have this thing. If if you can take a girl to a baseball game or or a guy. Uh, to a baseball game and ultimately you can last nine innings and it's not awkward it's very organic that's when you know wow the baseball test i never use that one it, but use it, that one on the next but you gotta use that one on the next date oh my god i like i I wouldn't even have thought to be like hey do you want like the baseball test but it, it makes so much sense because it's not like you can go to it's like it's like going to the movies on a date. Like, what are you doing? It's just like, you're, well, like the movies you're, is shit because the baseball game is great because you can actually like be in the game at some point, yes. have a conversation. Hey, you want some drinks? You want some food? It's like it's a very yes. good social environment oh for that thing. It. And uh, that's it. The baseball date. But that but that one on say hot. Stay out starting to a dating show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> come, come get all your tips and tricks inside, you know, how, all the best date spots. Fuck, what? fuck. Now every, every girl I take to a baseball game is thinking I'm, I'm going to test her now. <laughs> They're going to know. They're going to know. Oh, you're only going to know it's to test. see. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. They want to make it to the game. <laughs> when, when do the, uh, are, like, are the Jays coming back? Like, where's, where's, the MLB in Toronto. Where where is that? Right so now? it's funny, right? Like I'm. So I was at the Marriott for drinks like last week. Okay. Uh, the patios are open, so I went in to go to the bathroom, and uh, it's right attached to the, the Rogers Center. There. So that's how and, you can see uh, into the field. That's so I went. So I went in there. It's funny. I was there like two weeks prior for drinks, and then so ultimately, no, no, nothing in there. Right? No turf, no dirt, anything. And then all of a sudden. Now we're getting vaccines rolling up here. Everything's moving. And then I go back inside last week and I go, oh, shit. Lights nice. are on, turf, dirt, mound looks – that mound looks like a pitching mound. looks like someone could pitch on that tomorrow. So I'm like, the boys are coming home. Yeah. they got to be coming home. So I think in the next – I think they'll – I think hopefully by the first week of August, like late July, the boys will be back. And hopefully we have some people in the stands. Like and I'm fired up games? for that. Oh, man. No, I think, I think this year we'll have games. I think so. Because I went, I went to a baseball game with my boys last last summer. We always do like a boys trip in Toronto. And yeah. And I thoroughly, enjoy, I've been to more MLB games than I have been to NBA games. Oh, I fucking dude, Jays games are sick. You go there, you drink a beer, you drink a pint every inning, and by the end of it, you probably can't stand. And but it's like, dude, it's such a great experience. Like I think. And like, listen, there's people that like can't like hate baseball. It's the worst thing in the world. But I like, I love it. It's like, just, but it, I don't but know. It's but just, it's I fucking it's, love it. Yeah, it's more than the game. It's 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 it's, it's more than a game. 
it's an experience it's, it's religion it's like i fucking love it like i don't know i'm a weirdo though we're both weird we we, we can be fucking weird i love it i love being weird um, I, just, was, oh, fuck, I love baseball i want to go to a game so bad i want to go to a game <laughs> right now um there was there was one last thing i wanted to ask you but yep um i can't think of it right now so if there's anything okay. so if there's anything on your mind that you want to spit out before we wrap this up you let me know fuck, man that was i'm good baby that was good that was eight that was act eight stay hot we'll good. see you on wednesday i'm good for wednesday you good for wednesday wednesday it is baby all right brother Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Stay hot, Tristan. Take care, brother. See ya.